Spanish Inquisition. What? Bet you didn't expect that. Fucker. Nobody <laughs> expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hello. It's Nikki. And Tyler. And this is Page Turners. And Button Mashers. Wow. did not expect the Spanish <laughs> Nobody does. Nobody ever does. Ever. <laughs> uh, so what's going on with you? Um, Not a whole lot. Not a lot? Actually, yeah. yeah. We've had a pretty silent week, I guess. Yeah, I got my car fixed. Yeah! yeah. It doesn't rumble anymore, and there's a lot of things that don't happen that weren't supposed to happen. Yeah. So that's really, Cars really nice. are fun, guys. <laughs> They're expensive. Yeah. Uh, so... With that, I don't think there was any book news that I can think of. Um, I, I keep talking about thrift books because I keep getting emails from them. And they're the <laughs> only like book-sourced things that I really pay attention That's to. That's true. And they've been doing like a lot of really good deals as far as um, doing like double memory things mm -hmm. like double points and you can get free books faster and all that jazz okay um and then because of this whole virusy vision with the thingy yeah i'm gonna leave it like that <laughs> <laughs> this virusy thingy uh there's actually a local bookstore here that's allowing us to do like singular book tour so you can have the whole bookstore to yourself Ooh, i know that's your dream i know it is my dream and i really want to <laughs> do that and i'll tell you guys all about it so, with that, I'm going to jump into this because we are on the last book. Ah! We're on the last book of the series. Ah! <laughs> okay, so this one's called A Mad Zombie Party by Gina Showalter. Yes, and I it's part of the Alice in Zombieland. Or the White Rabbit Chronicles, oh, yes. Oh, that's what, okay. Um, I did neglect to say what the name of the title was last one. Oh. Which was The Queen of Zombie Hearts. Okay. So, sorry guys. <laughs> I was What's trying to name? I was trying to get into it. I'm sorry. Okay, so book four. So the book starts out with a note from Allie and Kat. Allie fills, fills us in about what they've been doing for the past four months, um, including trying to defeat the new resurgence of Anima, and trying to do everything to bring Frosty back to them. Mm -hmm. He disappears all the time, drinks all day, sleeps around with women, and just hasn't been himself. Okay. Um, he's extremely moody. <laughs> <laughs> so Allie also mentions how Kat is determined to make sure Frosty gets better. He needs to, and she needs him to. Yeah. So the book has two people's perspectives again, and I'll tell you who when I get there. Okay. Outside of Frosty, of course. That's fair. By the way, Frosty is a wreck. Okay. Um, he's been using girls since Kat died. Uh, ones that look similar to her. Oh. Yeah. And he keeps doing it even though he doesn't want anything to do with these girls after he's done with them. And he's also drunk like 80% of the time. Classy. Yeah. So the gang has been like trying to get in contact with Frosty for a while. He's been living on his own away from everyone and he's been miserable. <laughs> Cole finally finds him after his latest conquest and oh. offers to bring him to breakfast. Also at this breakfast was uh, Allie, Bronx, and Reef. Okay. 
they all try to update him about what's been going on, but he really doesn't want to hear it. He just wants to leave and do his own thing, so he does. <laughs> Mila, okay. on the other hand, was busy. Mm. She has gotten her memory back, though there are pieces still missing, and she's been fighting zombies every night. Oh. Tonight, she was waiting in the cemetery for them to rise. They do, and she fights them off, until an entire nest chases after her. 20 to 1 are not good odds. Mm -hmm. So, this night, Frosty was out looking for his next score at Hearts. Yeah. Everyone was texting him to try and make him feel better, to no avail. I... Whoa, I lost my spot. Then he spotted her, his cat. Oh. The love of his life. So he chases her out of the club, and she gives him the lowdown. You gotta stop the sleeping around and moping thing. <laughs> Frosty was only half paying attention. He was drunk as hell and thought she was a hallucination. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and he figured out that she's a witness, and he only wanted to, like, reach out for her. Okay. Um, but Kat stopped him because she's gone through way too much to be able to help him out. Mm -hmm. uh, he can't touch her. And he will be getting a visit from her once a day, as long as he earns it. Today, he needs to help a girl in a graveyard. Oh. He's confused, but before he can ask more questions, Cat is gone. So he loads up his weapons, leaves his body, and heads to the graveyard, where he finds a woman fighting hard and viciously. He helps her out, disabling as many zombies as possible, until he gets a good look at who, who's, who he was helping. Camilla Marks. Ooh. Mm -hmm. She thanks him and he sneers at her. <laughs> he admits, though, that he's always found her pretty. He always had cat. Yeah. She doesn't take back her thanks and he leaves her. So Camilla heads back to her hideout, a gross, cheap motel, and gets cleaned up. When cat shows up, <laughs> she tells Camilla that she wants her to watch Frosty. Okay. Uh, be his tail, because Allie had a vision that she will be the one to save his life. Especially since Kat brought up that she owed him now. <laughs> Camilla knew that she that wouldn't be an easy feat, but was accepting of it. Yeah. So next morning, Frosty was able to get in contact with Kat. She told him that he can't hold on to her. Knowing what she does now, they were never meant to be forever. Mm -hmm. um, even if she wanted to, her kidneys would have killed her before their life started. Yeah. Um, she says she wants him to date others, which was like a punch to him, but he took her advice and went to hearts. Mm -hmm. Not to look for the next hookup, <laughs> but to wait and see when Kat would visit again. Yeah. She promised she would later that night, when one of his previous one-night stands came up to him in hope of another night together. Mm -hmm. And he turned her down. Um, he even wasn't drinking. And she was on the verge of begging when Camilla showed up and shooed her away. <laughs> Go Gary. Frosty asked what she was doing there and to get lost, but Camilla was like, you'll have to ask your girlfriend for that. <laughs> then he dragged her to the back office that Ankh used to use for them. They argued for a moment, her telling him that Kat told her to be his tail, and him saying she's a freaking liar <laughs> uh, which was not the first time that that happened yeah uh, when Kat showed up she was like I did tell her to tell you she'll be the one to keep you safe from now on you will do everything together even live together Ooh. which of course he didn't like 
But Camilla was like, too bad. I already dropped my stuff off at your place. Oh, damn. I broke in. It was easy. <laughs> Jesus. That's awesome. And he was like, fine. But only since I get to keep seeing Cat if I listen. So they get back to the apartment where Frosty lives up to his name and gives Camilla the cold shoulder. Mm-hmm. She isn't bothered. Not externally, at least. Yeah. So Frosty thinks of the things he has to do in order to keep seeing Cat outside of just sticking with Camilla. Then he announces to her that they're going zombie killing. She's like, heck yeah, can we go to the place you found me? And he's <laughs> like, but they won't rise again. She knew otherwise since the new ones were rising and appearing older than they actually were. Ooh. He ignored her, saw a rabbit in the sky, and then they went driving. He was like, oh, fuck, she was right. <laughs> so they end up finding Cole's Jeep parked near the cemetery. Nice. Bronx came out of the shadows. He was on bodyguard duty, you know, that night. And was like, so Cat got to you after all. Apparently everyone fucking knew about this. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Frosty was like, huh? <laughs> but kept on. News was Allie had a vision. They had healed the zombies that they could for now, but knew more would rise that night. Mm-hmm. They went on and found Cole, who was like, why is she here? And she's like, to help? I'll start with the one right behind you. And she leaps into action. But she didn't need to. Cole was already on it. So they demonstrated to Camilla their amazing zombie saving skills. And while cleaning up, she saw someone run away. Some girl. And this person led her to a part of the woods where they were able to inject her with something. She grabs the darts from herself and brings them back to the others. Mm. They initially don't believe that she followed someone and got shot. But then she drops the darts in Allie's hand. She was like, uh, oh. You sure about that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Allie's like, okay, <laughs> I'll get this sent to Reeve and her new medic and we'll figure this out. By the way, Frosty, meet us at Hashtown tomorrow morning without Camilla. <laughs> but she goes with him anyways. Yeah, saw that coming. <laughs> Even throwing a tantrum about how she was supposed to be at his side at all times. And popping one of his tires just to prove that if she's not going, neither is he. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, he changes the tire, and they get to the restaurant together, where there's a pretty girl named Raina there. R-A-I-N-A. Hmm. Yeah. So, this was a blind date setup. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Allie also managed to give Camilla a note from Reeve saying that the thing she was shot with was a slow-acting zombie toxin and that she made her an antidote. So Frosty and his date is not going well. (laughs) (laughs) He actually was mad at Kat and Allie about how they set him up, but his interest was somewhat in Camilla. Even though he keeps telling himself that he's not interested, she's really pretty and he can't help but look, you know, blah, 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 making excuses even though he convinces himself it's out of anger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> as if. <laughs> oh, stupid boy. Stupid, stupid boy. <laughs> um, so the date ends, and they go to the grocery store together. He noticed she hasn't been eating much, and he tells her how that needs to change. Mm-hmm. But then Kat shows up. Apparently her TV of the real world, quote-unquote, cut out when he told Camilla about over-sugaring her coffee. Oh. Yeah. And that she can't see romantic or intimate moments. 
So she's hoping that Frosty will see that he needs to date and get back out there, which hurt him a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, she just thinks that since he fell in love with her so quickly that he can easily fall in love with someone else. Mm-hmm. And he rages, naturally. Um, Camilla was like, ouch, hope you're okay, and he attacks her, verbally. Um, when it comes to light that she's never been on a date. Oh. She's never even had a boyfriend. Oh, honey. Um, she's just been used and left. Oh. Many times over. Which he's surprised about, but tries to hide that her hurt hurts him. Mm-hmm. So they get to the apartment and they set up some rules. They can't get too personal. They keep their distance. They leave each other alone. Yeah, because that, that always goes well. Yep. <laughs> Anybody ever seen burlesque? That's that's exactly what happens in yep. burlesque. It's literally not what works. <laughs> <laughs> but over the next few weeks, Frosty finds himself admiring her more and more. Wanting to know more about her, she's having nightmares, but he wants to know why. Um, and he doesn't, like, he doesn't all at the same time, you know? Mm-hmm. It's weird, and spoiler alert, something wonderful is blooming. <laughs> Oh, and there you Shocker. go. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> so Cole comes over, Allie and Gavin in tow, to kidnap Frosty for a night out. He tried to refuse, but Camilla is like, yes, please. I have been stuck in here for a long time. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to Hearts, and Camilla not only flirts with the waiter, but gets super trashed. Oh. Yeah. So much so that when Frosty saves her from dizziness, she vomits in the alley. Nice. Yeah. Bless. <laughs> yes. So Frosty takes her home. Allie ends up getting dropped off later. And Camilla wakes up in his bed. Without him, of course. His truck is gone. But she does end up seeing someone watching her outside. Mm-hmm. She tried to chase after whoever it was, but they got away. So Camilla texted Allie to see if Frosty was still with them, but she was like, nah, their heart's still going on about, like, essentially a heart-to-heart. But this one involved punching each other. Nice. (laughs) Manly stuff. (laughs) What better way to, like, get your frustration out and be like, I'm frustrated with you, and then just punch him square in the jaw. I I mean, it works. (laughs) Um, So River Bronx and Justin end up joining the other three guys okay yeah so frosty is chatting with the guys and he kind of blurts out asking river about his sister whom he clearly wants nothing to do with (laughs) river is like don't know who you're talking about but why and gavin is like they've been hanging out and river's like in what way but cole saves frosty by saying Allie had that solo vision which of course says which of which says that if she's not there to help him, Frosty dies. Ooh. Yeah, and he's not about to risk his best friend. Mm-hmm. So Frosty heads back. It's like dawn. <laughs> and Camilla jumps him. Oh. He's like hella impressed with the fact that she got the drop on him. Okay. He's like, she got the drop on She got the drop on me. <laughs> <laughs> but he pins her and is like, fuck, I'm turned on. And then he backs away. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, I gotta sleep. He does. And later that day, he plans to go to Cole's new place. So he starts to head out, and Camilla jumps in the truck. 
even after he was like, we got to take a break away from each other. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, you're not separating from me. <laughs> also, I got to say something. I've been having nightmares ever since I've been darted. It's usually me being burned and I die like every time. And he's like, okay, we'll have Reeve test you. And I have some more antidote, just take it. She thanks him and they head to a coffee shop so Frosty can do some homework before they deal. They go. That's right, they have normal lives. Yeah, I know, isn't that weird? (laughs) Camilla is waiting around when she suddenly begs him to leave. He's like, why? Until three of River's crew comes in. Two of them sling some pretty harsh words at her. She punches one in the nose. Nice. Twice. Oh, shit. Then pushes her way out. And Frosty chases right after her. Yeah, so she, she she decks the guy and she goes, oops, I slipped. Oh, I slipped again. <laughs> and I'm like, Damn. Brilliant. So he catches her and takes her to the truck. He's adamant about telling her that he's not ashamed to be seen with her and tells her so. He also warns her that they're about to Cole's facility now and River will be there. Mm-hmm. She says that she's going to pretend to be strong and okay but Frosty knows better. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they get to the gym, and Justin immediately greets them both. He gives her some words of encouragement about how they'll eventually open up to her, and they head in. So Frosty kicks back, watched as River and Cole fight in the ring, and Camilla is taken by Justin to the other room where the other recruits are training. Mackenzie and Gavin are there helping out. Ooh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it freaked out for a second. Do, do, do. Excuse my lostness. Mackenzie and Gavin are there helping them out, and damn, these guys are out of shape. That's what I was trying to say. There we go. Yeah. They go on break, and Camilla spots someone rushing to the bathroom that looks really familiar, like the girl they found at the graveyard. Ooh. But she wasn't sure. So Mac was trying to pick a fight with Camilla when Gavin has a great idea. Why not just fight it out in the cage? And we'll take bets. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So they do. But in the meantime, Frosty decides to pick a fight of his own with River. While doing so, he notices Kat and Emma by Allie. He then pummels River, then leaves the ring. They talked about how the person targeting Frosty possibly wasn't even from Anima, uh, as it was just a normal person who shoots at him. But he wasn't super surprised. Allie then pointed out something major. Where is Camilla? Ooh. Fighting, of course. Of course. Why would she not be? She's doing really well, too. Until she gets distracted and turns out Camilla recognizes her from the cemetery after all as the one who darted her. Ooh. And she chases her through the house. Frosty is hot on Camilla's heels. Ears? (laughs) English? Um, she tried to tell him that BG, as she calls her, was the one that she was chasing, but only did so much until he lost her. Mm-hmm. Camilla was right on her heels when she turns, and Camilla feels something sting her neck. Again. Oh, BG slit her throat. Oh, shit. Yeah. Frosty gets to her shortly after Camilla shoots off her gun to alarm someone, anyone. He calls Cole, Allie, and Bronx in his panic, and he tries to heal her, but it doesn't do much. Allie is freaking out about 
Huh, English. Allie is freaking out about how Camilla isn't supposed to die yet. Yet. It's all Camilla can hear. Oh. So they try to save her, but she does die. Uh, for a moment, until Kat meets her and pushes her back to Earth. Okay. She's like, y- you're not supposed to be here. Bye. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so during this whole fiasco, Frosty is realizing just how much he cares about her. He's still not admitting much, but he definitely feels something more than just mild hatred. <laughs> the whole household at one point is getting sick as well. Um, it's kind of awful since it's like a stomach sick thing. Ooh. Through this, they find out who is actually responsible. So her name is Tiffany, and she not only drugged the whole house, but she knocked out Bronx and Justin at one point and tried to make an escape. Well, actually, she made an escape. She got out. Yeah. They think that she only targeted Mila. She's getting friendly now. Notice the name change. Because she recognized her from the graveyard. Okay. It's weird, too, because apparently she had she had all sorts of goodies throughout the house. So Mila finally wakes up, healed but sore. Um, she's happy to see Frosty and admits that she likes him to herself a lot. <laughs> um, she actually ends up having, like, heart monitors on her, and they, like, race when he's in the, in the oh. room. And she's like, damn it, <laughs> rips him off of her. That's funny. <laughs> That's really cute, too. Yeah. Um, she still thinks of herself as a means to an end for him, though. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, while she's out cold, she has nightmares about their past. Um, her twin sister dying of abuse from their father, her father beating all three of their siblings equally. It was really sad and horrible. So they had a nice little chat, and Frosty went to go hunt down Tiffany. Cole noticed the change in him right before he left. He's doing better. He can tell. <laughs> So Camilla gets dressed, and damn, she loved the shower, because she had been out for like eight days. Ooh. And Allie is sitting in her room with Kat and Emma. They're just chatting, and Allie tells Till she's exhausted. Uh, then she gets in the ring with Gavin. But she's too exhausted and can't, like, light up, mm-hmm. even at Allie's instruction. Um, she's trying everything. She doesn't lack faith. She knows she can do it. But she can't. Then she finally gets angry, and she feels a rush of energy around her. But she didn't shoot out energy bolts or even her flames. She had blood-red fire coursing around her, and Gavin was floating. Oh. She looked around, and Allie and Bronx, he was there too, thanks to Frosty, were also floating. Oh. Yeah. That's, um, exciting. It's fucked up. Yeah. So she was freaking out. She called out for help, but then immediately told help not to come Mm -hmm. because she didn't want to hurt anybody else. Um, Her clothes burned off and she was panicking when someone darted her with an antidote. The flames died and everyone dropped. Um, Did they drop hard or? Yeah, they they fell pretty hard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Gavin was bleeding from his eyes, ears, and nose. Um, Allie was absolutely confused and Mila only wanted to leave. Um, Mm -hmm. She was afraid she would hurt everyone, especially Frosty. So Frosty and River are out on patrol, and they finally get Tiffany. Major victory. But now that they learn that Mila isn't okay, they rush home. (laughs) She locked herself inside of the bedroom, freaking out about how she was dangerous to everybody. 
Um, Cole and Allie were arguing about whether she was trustworthy or not. Mm -hmm. Allie was for Mila. Cole was against. When Frosty barges into the room, Mila felt awful. She was crying. She felt like she could do no good. Mm -hmm. Um, Frosty realized that she was crying and was surprised how much she actually cared. Yeah. Uh, He held her face to stop her from looking away, and they had a vision. Oh. Not just a single one. A double. Ooh. But this wasn't the future. It was the past. (sighs) I'm going to pause here and give you all a trigger warning. Um, There is talk of abuse. And please, please, if you are not comfortable with what I'm about to talk about, please skip forward. I don't want you to hurt or relive anything. Like, I care. Please. Thank you for that. Yes. So, Frosty. He relives Cat's death. Every moment, his heartbreak, his agony, Mm -hmm. everything. Mila relived the abuse of her father on the day that he beat her twin sister, Caro, to death. Oh. It involves her coming home late to help Caro fix dinner, but even though she took the blame for her, for her, her father beat Caro with a baseball bat. Oh, Jesus she fucking was Christ. She was too small to stop him, and he had turned to beat her when River finally came in and hit her in the closet. Uh, their father wanted Mila to take the blame for Caro's death. Um, he beat River. Mila was ripped out of safety, and their father beat her too. Then River got up and killed him with a knife. You know, I don't, I don't usually say bad things about people or like you know stuff like that. But people who like abuse their family or even loved ones. It, it, they're pieces of shit. Absolutely. And do not condone that. That includes mental abuse. Oh, yeah. Any kind of any kind of abuse is not okay. And it's just reading that, um, and I will warn you guys, if you do read this, they go into much further detail about what had happened. And they explain it from her perspective as oh. well. So um, I would just suggest being warned of that. It's over halfway through the book, yeah. so... And I do want to say, if you need to get something off your chest about that, DM us. Yeah, we're here, guys. Yeah. I... Who better than some strangers on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two strangers on the internet. But we, yeah. We truly do care. Um, we do. Just reach out if you need us. Anyway, back to the story. So the vision ended, and Frosty backed out of the room when River came in. River held his sister and promised to never leave her again. He also told her that she needed to stop letting her fear control her. She needs to work on this new ability. She needs... She tells him to fuck off, which means that he's right. (laughs) (laughs) But she's not going home with him. Like, she's not going to live with him anymore. Mm -hmm. She promised Kat to protect Frosty. After what he experienced, she wasn't going to break that promise. Because she also felt his perspective of Cat dying. Mm-hmm. Um, Cole then tells them it's time to fight some zombies. Uh, Bronx went to heal them, but he's in trouble now. They're not healing, and he's hurt really, really bad. Um, so they pack up and go. Frosty, in the meantime, is trying to get drunk and forget about the stuff he had just seen with Mila. 
he was mad at her father for the abuse. He wanted to help her, but he didn't want to get too close for fear of hurting her. Mm -hmm. um, but Kat showed up and told him what was going down at the cemetery, and he had to go. When he arrived, things were ugly. The van that everyone was in crashed. Oh. There were people trying to shoot him, but he killed them first. He walked into pure pandemonium. Nobody could light up. It was being pushed super hard, and people were getting bit left and right. Oh. Um, Mila then was asked to lift and push everyone out, so she did. Uh, Frosty made his way back to her. River got some antidote in her and burned himself in the process. Um, Frosty got to her, carried her off to safety. River and him stayed behind to clean up, and Mila was taken home. So she got cleaned up and bandaged when Frosty came in. Mm -hmm. She was actually okay. She was not as damaged as people thought she was. Um, she immediately helped him, and they got a small up and close interaction where she got to clean his wounds. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lots of touchies. <laughs> Jesus. And she was like, and he muscular. Ooh, am I drooling? Am I drooling? <laughs> <laughs> she actually says that in the book, too. Am I drooling? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's funny. Yeah, so everyone is was instructed to rest. They needed at least eight hours. That was in order. Then Frosty pulled Mila to their own room. They showered separately, and she tried <laughs> to sleep on the floor, but he was like, ha, no. So he picked her up and attempted to throw her on the bed, and she countered. They play wrestled, and she ended up pinned. He separated, and they talked about themselves like truly and deeply like they had really nice heart-to-heart -heart conversation and it was actually a nice night Ooh. yeah she woke up the next day all snuggled up next to him realized she was falling for him on the way to breakfast and then got ignored for a while <laughs> yeah until reeve and ally were waiting with tiffany to do one last experiment blood transfusion to get these bad energy like things out of her system and a booster for the positive fire. It didn't work. It, it failed completely. Oh, good. So they learned in the meantime that there were more zombies coming out at the cemetery again. But this time they were to collar them and bring them back so Reeve could test them. Okay. Mila had mentioned that some of the zombies were being multiplied. Oh. Like she was seeing the same zombie more than once. Mm. And it was really weird. So they got there. Frosty kisses her on the forehead and wishes her wishes her luck. She's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but they get on their job and they work their way like a well-oiled machine. Mm -hmm. Until she has to save everyone and risk herself in the process. Frosty gets her pump full of antidote and gets her back to the mansion. She wakes up in the room that they share to a note. Frosty tells her that she should really shower. She, she actually is, like, covered in gunk, and it's really gross. Nice. And that he did help, but he didn't want to cross any boundaries. <laughs> so she gets cleaned up and prettys herself up. She actually does her hair and makeup. Ooh. For her, not for anyone else. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> and then she finds Frosty lurking in the doorway. They had a bit of a conversation, and Frosty finally busts. He admits that he can't get enough of her and just wants to treat her right. Oh. And then they finally kiss. 
there's a lot of sexual tension in this whole goddamn book. The first you could half. cut it with a knife. Could, <laughs> it was like a fucking jello moment. It's like, will they? Won't they? Will they? Won't they? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's really irritating, and it's also like, just do it. And it starts to go far until Cat interrupts. Frosty is surprised by Cat, and instead of staying with Mila, he runs after Cat. Mila feels like a means to an end again. Mm-hmm. Frosty ends up confronting Cat, asks why she barged in, and she wasn't okay with him kissing her. After all, after she saves him, she dies. Right, that's that's a thing. Frosty was not okay. He actually yelled at her for sending Mila to him only to get killed. He told Cat that Mila was the one who saved him from the depression, taught him how to live after her and Cat only did the same thing that Mila did to her mm-hmm. by sending her. He wasn't okay. He actually punched a few holes in the wall. Nice. And he had to walk away. Not nice, but you know, you yeah, get what no, I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> So Cole apparently didn't know that that's what would happen either, but knowing what he knows now, he probably wouldn't have changed that fate either for her. Mm-hmm. But not that he knows Frosty is into her. He doesn't know yet. Okay. Yeah. Um, Frosty's like, I gotta go. I'm too pissed for this shit. <laughs> so he leaves and immediately notices a tail. So at a green light in the middle of a busy city... He slammed on his brakes, forcing his tail to hit his bumper. Ooh. So he gets out and is face-to-face with, get this, Rebecca Smith. Oh. She tells him she wants Tiffany back since she has only so many recruits. Besides, she can swap her for the antidote for Camilla. She hands him her card and they separate. Frosty went right back to the mansion and told Allie and Cole what had just happened. They called a meeting shortly after. Looks like Rebecca didn't lie when she said zombies immediately starting attacking each other when they injected with Mila's blood. They oh. were injected with Mila's blood. It was crazy. Hmm. Um, they also I have been basically... I don't, I don't like it either. <laughs> <laughs> they also have been basically using regeneration to create more zombies rather than new ones. Side note. Before the meeting started, Frosty totally smacked the shit out of two of Mila's hexes. Oh. It was glorious. And she was surprised. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they were, like, trying to be mean to her and, like, front on her. And he smacked the shit out of the back of one of them and punched the other. And it was like, nobody disrespects my girl. And I was <laughs> like, okay, hello. <laughs> But everyone decided that Mila should be the one to make the decision if they were going to give up Tiffany or not, Mm -hmm. since she was the one who nearly got killed. Right. She looked at Frosty for a moment, and they had a vision about the day she decided to help Anima, and it was actually kind of gruesome. Um, But when the vision ends, she decides that Tiffany shouldn't be out there. Uh, If she was all right with slitting her throat, she's too dangerous to be out and about. That's fair. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, They all agree and wait for Rebecca to come to them. Many days go by and nothing happens. Frosty keeps his distance, but literally always has his eye on Mila. Like, every time she turns around, he's, like, staring at her and she's like, okay. (laughs) 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 Then one day, after a long shift watching the cameras, Mac invites Mila to have a girls' night with her and Allie. Yeah, she's like, heck yes! 
but I need food first. I haven't eaten. <laughs> <laughs> so she makes her way to the kitchen where she finds Chance. I think you remember Chance, the one she, uh, Mac was interested oh, in yeah. in the first book. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a talk. I should say not the first book, the third book. Yeah. Um, they have a talk and they tease each other playfully. When Frosty comes barging in all huffy, Mila's like, hold on, cut it out. Chance, go find your girl and tell her that you'll be good and go to bed on your own since we have girls tonight. So he does, and she turns on Frosty and is like, what the heck, man? (laughs) We were just being friends. And he was like, what? I don't want him leading you on. And she's like, you mean like you did when you kissed me and bailed? Are you seriously jealous? And she was like, oh, you totally are. (laughs) (laughs) But before they could talk about it more, they heard a crash and gunshots from Cole and Allie's room. That's always a good sign. (laughs) Oh, yeah, great. (laughs) I heard that, yeah, yeah, sure. (laughs) That's it. So they run up, and before they know it, a person all in black was getting out of the room. They took Mac and shot Chance. Oh. He was grazed. But he's like, I gotta go get my girl. You're Mm -hmm. not stopping me. They figure out that there is only one way to find where they took her, and that's with Mila's new skills. Um, Even if it means, like, a few minutes of pain, she's totally willing to help. Mm -hmm. Also, Chance can find the location of the helicopter, because he's really good at hacking. Frosty at first is like... Sorry. <laughs> Frosty at first is like, no, I'm not risking you. But after a nice kiss and some convincing, Mila was like, I'm doing it. But it's fine if you can help. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I told you this earlier. Um, I'll tell you guys. So they were trying to get Chance to focus because once he's focused, he's a really good hacker. So Frosty punches him square in the jaw to make him focus. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, that works. (laughs) Anyway, they get ready. Mila injects herself with some toxin, like a really low dose. Mm -hmm. And she finds her way to a building that Mac is in. She's like, her eyes are red and she's gone full zombie for a moment. And she tracks her. Oh. Frosty comes and stabs her with the antidote and asks her to hang back. She's like way too tired to say no. So the rest of them get into the building after confirming that Mac is there. They kill the guards and take Mac home, leaving them as a message to Rebecca. They literally write the word fuck with the bodies. In, oh. Like they leave them on the floor spelling the word fuck. Okay. Very yeah. Deadpool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so they head back to the mansion and Mila's having like a really hard time even staying awake. That's fair. Uh, next thing you know, it's the next day. Allie and Kat have taken the time to apologize to Mila about their secrecy, and Mila totally forgives them. She understood the circumstances, and Mm -hmm. if they had told her that she was going to die, she was like, no. But now, she's like, I would. I get it. Then Frosty comes into the room. The girls excuse themselves, and Frosty finally admits that he cares about her a whole lot. Finally. (laughs) It's about time. Yeah. Uh, They kiss, and they try to nap. Um, when Cole knocks and says zombies are at the mansion walls. So they gear up and head out. Everyone starts bursting into action, but the first round of zombies aren't really zombies. They're humans dressed as them. Oh. So Frosty and Mila do their best to fight and push, and they're doing really good when Frosty gets shot. 
Mila cries out and tells them that they'll cooperate, just stop and mm -hmm. save him. So they get to the new animal facility, right? Frosty does his best to fight when it, with an injured shoulder, but they get cornered by Rebecca. Yeah. She locks them up together, and Frosty is shot again by a spiteful <laughs> engine. Of course. Same shoulder, too. Oh. Yeah. Mila then begs Rebecca to heal him. Rebecca says yes, as long as Mila will work with her. She wants Tiffany and Allie. Oh. Mila agreed, but inside she was like, I need to find a way to double-cross her. Mm-hmm. Go with it, but without going with it. Yeah. So she was released to close to the mansion, sorry, and once back inside, she tells Cole the script that she was given by Rebecca. Mm -hmm. He dismissed them to their rooms where Mila was trying to think of a way to how to get out the news, you know? Yeah. Um, she was given a locket that actually had a mic and a camera in it, though. Ooh. Yeah, so she couldn't verbally or physically write it out. Mm -hmm. But Catch shows up, and Mila is so grateful to see her. Um, as witnesses don't show up on captured camera or mic. Cat mm -hmm. figured out what is going on with a few yes or no questions and some pantomimes from Mila, and they figure out a plan. Rebecca was going to have her put the group to sleep with some powder and then ambush them and mm. literally shoot them while they sleep. Oh. But the new plan is Allie is going to ask if Mila can cook dinner. Um, they'll show her putting the powder in some tea, and Allie will switch it halfway to the dining room. Okay. Everything was ready. It just needed to play out. During this, Frosty gets to come face to face with Rebecca, who tells him of her comeback. Mm -hmm. She also tells him how she's immortal now. Uh -uh. She has both white and red fire in her. Ooh. She won't age or die anymore, and she thinks she won. She wants to do the same with Allie because she wants an enemy forever and ever and ever. Psycho. I literally wrote that is the next sentence. Fucking psycho. <laughs> <laughs> you want to look? It says it right there. Oh, Fucking it does. Psycho. It does. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Also, fun fact Rebecca wants her because Allie has the ability to create slayers. She always had, but she didn't know. And she still doesn't. Oh. Yeah. Frosty was shocked. Rebecca spilled the whole plan to him and she left. He was angry, confused. Um, he had faith in Mila, though. And once Mila was back in his room, he knew Rebecca got what she wanted. Mm -hmm. The deed was done, and Mila was counting down. She literally was counting down from 2 minutes and 54 seconds. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Rebecca was about to shoot Mila since she was done with everything. Allie was getting her powers back, but Frosty jumped in front of her. 30 seconds. He prolonged her life. Then Rebecca shot, but it was Mila who got hit. Oh. Frosty raged, grabbed the gun, and emptied the clip into Rebecca's chest. That's, when that's Mila said one, she took her last breath. Frosty was destroyed. Mm. Mila was greeted by Cat at the gates, but Cat was smiling with good news. We petitioned your life. It's no longer your time, Mila. You oh. can go back. Whoa! And then she pushes her. <laughs> I feel like that's a satisfying thing, though. Just be like, no, bye. <laughs> just fucking, yeah. Yeah. 
So she woke up with the pain just going through her, you know. Mm-hmm. Allie comes marching in, finally knowing what she has to do. She lit up her hand, powers her back, reminder, and she punched it into Mila's chest. Mila wanted to fight so bad, but Allie told her to let go, to stop fighting and holding on to the darkness. Mm-hmm. Mila finally listened and she let go. Allie screamed with the exact same pain that Mila was in. Ooh. Yeah, because the flames were like fighting her. Mm-hmm. Three layers of this darkness, and it was finally gone. Mila was totally free. She could feel the light back in her. So Frosty came to her, and she held on to him. By touching him, she reignited his flames as well. Yes. Apparently, Rebecca snuffed them out, um, like with that powder stuff. Mm -hmm. They leave the room, and they find the rest of the group. Olivan and his people are dead. And though the group was torn up, they needed to have their fires relit. Mila told everyone to form a circle and hold hands in their spirit forms. They did, and not only did everyone light up, but they started to float with the sheer energy that they were producing. Oh. Yeah. It was amazing. They finally landed and were celebrated when they heard two pops. Mila got shot in the back. Oh. But was healing immediately. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Instant turnaround on that. Yeah. <laughs> um it was it was actually really, really cool. Um Mila sorry. It was Rebecca. Sorry, Rebecca was back. But she was a zombie in physical form. Oh. Yeah. Cat appeared and told them to do the circle thing again. When they did, Rebecca lifted off the ground and exploded into ash. Oh. She's gone forever. Hell yeah. The war is over, and they now get to finally live their lives. So, as far as Frosty and Mila go, they admit that through this whole journey, they fell in love with each other. Aw. I know. (laughs) They finally have sex because the tension was ridiculously high. And Mila got to have her first date and her first boyfriend ever. Aww. And she was truly happy. Aww. A note from Cole and Allie, but mostly Allie. <laughs> so ten years have passed, and everyone's goals have come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Um, Allie and Cole got married sophomore year of college Aww. and had two, three by the end of this note, kids <laughs> named Ty and Rain. Yeah. Yeah. It was Philip Tyler and some weird combination of their mother's names. Go me. Yeah. With the name. (laughs) (laughs) The last is going to be Emerson, boy or girl, for her sister. Aw. Reeve and Bronx have one kiddo, biologically, and adopted the rest. Aw. Chance and Mac are doing great, but decided they don't want kids. Um, (laughs) Gavin and Jacqueline married, divorced, and married again, and are now expecting twins. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Everyone is so happy. Um, zombies always come back as long as there's evil, but their kids are way stronger than their parents. Okay. And then they sign off. Huh. A note from Mila and Frosty. Oh. <laughs> Mila and Frosty have never been better. They have their own kiddo, Rin, named after Catherine, Cat. Oh. Because of her, they wouldn't have met. Oh. Um, Mila loves cooking and her hot cub of a hubby 
<laughs> they're also happy and sign off. Oh. A note from Cat. Oh. Yeah. Exciting. So Cat wants everyone to know that she is doing amazing up in the in between. She's petitioning for good and she's winning cases. It's kind of like a lawyer system. She's out there. she's a like she's a, a spiritual lawyer. Yeah. I know. Go her. She does wish that she had a chance with one of the guys down there. It's not Frosty. It's River. Huh. <laughs> yeah, she has the hots for River. Okay. Um, but now she knows she'll continue to see her friends, and she'll see them up there eventually. Mm-hmm. Much love, Cat. Aw. And that's the end. Oh, wow. I know. That's, that's such a cute everyone, way to end it. Everyone had their, like, happy endings, and everything was hectic and you're rooting for everyone all at the same time and there are some times where like gavin and jacqueline they're like making out mm-hmm. and then people are like guys really <laughs> and jacqueline steps back and slaps him across the face and is like never again and then it ends up happening again. like yeah five pages <laughs> later or whatever yeah, yeah. it's hilarious That's good. and sometimes justin is like guys that's my sister Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um but of course as far as pages turn i i i didn't want to put this book down um so perfect 10 oh damn me. okay I, this whole series i know i've been giving like tens across the board um but this whole series takes you on such a big journey and i really hope you guys do read it and experience it for yourself i i I laughed, I cried, I giggled at really weird times and I couldn't explain it to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, it was great. So I really hope you guys enjoyed that and I don't know what I'll read next. It'll be something. I'm juggling It'll be a between, book. I'm juggling between like two series right <laughs> All now. Right. So. Cool. I'm good. All right. Hold on. So. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So awesome book finished that series wasn't it great it was so cute too much making out for my tastes in book but i mean if you like that kind of thing it's like if you like smut (laughs) well it wasn't quite it wasn't yeah it was it's not what your mom reads it was no (laughs) that is smut (laughs) oh god guys my mom bless her beautiful puerto rican heart (laughs) Um, she will come to me and she will tell me, oh, I'm reading this MMF book. That means male, male, male female, female. <laughs> which means there are two men and a woman fucking at some point. <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, no, this is an MM or an FF or an MF. And I'm like, who are you? Yeah. Like, I've met this woman so many times. The sweetest woman will give you a hug when she first she meets you. She will adopt you as your as her own and, baby bird. And, she, and she's just like, sex book. <laughs> She's reading porn, but without pictures. I know. And it freaking blows my mind every time. She knows where the local sex dungeon is, guys. <laughs> she knows where the local sex dungeon is in my city. And I now know where that is because of her. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, uh, let's get into gaming, shall we? Yes, please. Huge ass news. Huge news. Major ass news. Uh, so EA recently had their uh, like announcement uh, conference thing. Yes. Skate's back. Skate, Skate is, is back. 
back. The five over five million people, myself included, that would just go on to posts on EA every yeah. time they posted and go hashtag Escape Four. They brought it into existence. I'm so happy. And it's like I hope it's Escape Four. I mean, I I wouldn't know what else it would be. That's yeah, exactly. It I, has to be Escape Four. I mean, <laughs> by <laughs> the community. Oh, excuse me. Wow, solid. Um. By the community standards, I, I couldn't imagine... If they didn't do Skate 4, they, they would go under, actually. They might lose... They might have an outrage. I'm yeah. not sure, but, like... Yeah. I don't want to be on the other end of oh, that. God, okay, no. thanks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so... You finished off your book series. I know! And I'm going to fi be finishing off this game series for now until they come out with another one. Yay! So this is Gears 5. Yay. The first one without Of War in there. It's just called Gears 5. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. So, genre, as it's been, a third-person shooter. Mm -hmm. Its release date was September 10th, 2019. Very, very new. Very recent. The developers are, once again, The Coalition, or I've found that the community just calls them TC. T okay. The Coalition. I mean, that yeah. makes sense. The publishers are, once again, Xbox Game Studios. Mm-hmm. The awards received for this are the 2019 Titanium Award Ooh. for Best Action Game. Uh-huh. 2019 Golden Joystick Award for Xbox Game of the Year. It's such a big game. And guys. 2019 <laughs> Gamescom for Best Xbox One Game. Yeah, they... Okay, I've only seen bits and pieces of this one. Mm -hmm. And it is beautiful. Yes. It's tragic. Yes. It's wonderful, and he's going to tell you all about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, the story... Let's just go right into it, shall we? Yes, please. All right. So, um, kind of a few months, uh, kind of following the events of the previous game, mm -hmm. uh, you started it, uh, out this one by traveling to Azura. Okay. The facility from the third game where uh, Marcus's dad was. Oh, yeah. Nobody's been there for 25 years. That's a lot of years. Yeah. And they are there, uh, and I'm going to say it's J.D. Dell... Uh, Kate and Marcus, mm -hmm. they have reformed the, or they've all been enlisted or re-enlisted respectively into the COG, okay. and they are now the new Delta squad, which has always been Marcus's squad. Okay. Yeah, so they are there, and they are... Square. Yeah. They are going there to launch the A Hammer of Dawn satellite. Oh. Oh? Without the knowledge of First Minister Jin. Uh, oh. So... They are launching these, or one of these, because it's been put out of commission by the co uh, by the COG for the damage uh, the satellites have done. Okay. To, like, human life. Yes. Yeah, the Hammer of Dawn has killed more humans than, like, locusts have. So it's done more harm than good. Yeah, but it's been, like, that drastic measure that it's, it's kind the, of saves. It's the last call yeah. thing. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Obviously, this displeases First Minister Jin because she finds out about it because they launch a rocket. Yeah, kind of hard to miss a rocket. Yeah. And actually, this cutscene is where you find out what happened to Anya, Marcus's wife. Oh. Yeah, the COG implemented a fertility program uh -huh. in which Anya volunteered for twice. Oh. So that's how JD was born, and that's why First Minister Jin has a... is pregnant oh she's pregnant in this game she's pregnant yeah <laughs> and um <laughs> let's see so she just keeps talking um and the you know volunteering for this fertility program ended up uh killing anya oh, so yeah 
and uh, Jin tries to explain, oh, uh, this is what she wanted, and she didn't want the uh, Hammer of Dawn uh, launched, and Marcus gets pissed. He <laughs> yells at her you, that she doesn't get to talk about Anya. No, no, she doesn't. Yeah, I'm and, sorry, but no. Uh, her reply is, if that's what you think, I won't argue. And I'm like, you bitch. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> Hard no. Yeah, so um, let's see. The cutscene ends with them, like, discussing, and they actually get a call from Settlement 2, which okay. has been mentioned in the previous game, mm -hmm. and they actually are getting a call from Clayton Carmine. He's alive. Yay! He is truly alive. He's older now, and uh, they are under attack by the swarm, and uh, Delta Squad has to, is like, hey, we'll go in there and assist. Okay. Yeah. So... Fuck yeah, Clayton survived. Fuck I'm, yeah, Clayton yeah, survived. He's still got the grub killer. He's still jacked. It's, oh, so good. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, you actually get to meet someone interesting. Oh? Clayton's niece. Oh! Elizabeth, Elizabeth Lizzie Carmine. Oh my god, did they just skip another few letters? Well, technically they went back from Gary because E. Mm, that's true. Yeah. So they just skip D, but that's fine. Come on. Yeah. So she goes by Lizzie Carmine. She is a badass motherfucker. <laughs> She's so cool. She's a bamf. Yes. Bamf. She rams a truck through like one of the bigger swarm creatures and just like <laughs> hops out and she's like, what's up? <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> she, what's up? She's go. so fucking cool. <laughs> so um, as you continue on in this mission, uh, the swarm attacks get more and more intense. Okay. And JD's like, we have to launch the hammer. Oh. Launch the hammer. So he hammer. runs into the uh, kind of past everything. Okay. And is like, here's the beacon. Yeah. Plants the beacon and uh, the hammer of dawn starts launching. He runs back. And uh, it's very unstable since there's like one satellite. <laughs> No, that's not good. So a giant laser just... <laughs> that's terrifying. And it heads towards the uh, the humans. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that are fighting off the swarm. And uh, Lizzie gets stuck in the truck that she's been driving. Fucking hell. And she dies because the laser blows up the truck. Fucking hell. And yeah. So the Carmine curse happens again. God damn it. Yep. I liked her. She was so cool. She's actually a multiplayer character, so... Yeah. yeah. you have to unlock her, but she's super cool. Still hell yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um... Four months later, Kate and Del and Jack, the robot, are tasked with trying to get an outsider uh, settlement that is actually has been built inside the Riftworm skeleton. The Riftworm? The Riftworm. <laughs> the Riftworm skeleton. You know, I'm sure you remember the fuck-off worm oh, yeah. from the second game that was, like, Sinking Cities. Not fun. Yeah, no. Uh, and they're like, hey, try and join the COG. And to their surprise, it's run by Kate's uncle, Oscar. He survived the last game. God damn, Oscar. Yeah. So it's like, hell yeah. And after a discussion, and he's like, I'll never join the COG. Because he actually used to be in the COG. That was explained in the fourth game. But That's right. Yeah. So um, he's like, I'm not going to. This is... Hard pass. Yeah. Uh, the swarm actually ends up attacking. And uh, do you remember a uh, the snatchers, the big ugh, things the, that like snatchy poos that would grab them into their stomach? Oh yeah. Mm. One actually gets Kate. 
and like sucks her in. And uh, then she gets these like vivid visions. Mm -hmm. Uh, To her, they're visions, but to the player, you actually get to uh, partake in this. Yes. You start controlling some of the swarm. So you go in and you start killing the villagers that are there. What? And you keep switching from creature to creature, and it's like, wait, hold on. What? Yeah, so it's, it's kind of reminiscent of Beast from 3, okay. Beast Mode, but it's in the story mode, and I was just like, oh, they're going to have Beast in the game. They don't. So this is just <laughs> the only instance of it. You lied. You liar. So maybe it'll be in the next one, hoping. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah, so... um. Yeah, uh, you get vivid visions of the swarm creatures uh, doing into the coming into the camp. Uh, you actually end up taking control of a warden, and you do end up breaking free. But the warden does make it to Oscar and kills him. God damn it! Yeah, so a lot of people are dying. God damn it! Yeah, so it's really fucking sad. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. So then Marcus is uh, Marcus. Sorry, Marcus tells you. Uh, to go to the secret lab in New Hope, New Hope, that's what it's called, okay. in which the chief scientist was experimenting on children who were suffering from emulsion poisoning. Okay. And I don't know if I'm right on this, but I believe this is also from the second game where the razor hail was a thing, that mission specifically. Okay. Yeah, so it's like throwing you back there. So, cause I you're can't st- remember. <laughs> yeah, so you're still on the same planet. You okay. start following a robot. Oh wait, nope. That's where you do that in the uh, first or in the second game. There's a robot there that's like an AI of a person that used to be there. Okay. Yeah, he's kind of a dick, <laughs> even though he's a robot. But um, robots can be dicks. Yeah. So for the next part of this, because once you go to or get through this entire place, you find a um like that you need to go to Mount Kadar. Okay. Which used to be a uh, locust settlement. Okay. So that's like, oh, we need to go there, right? Yes. Uh, so this next part I'm actually going to take from the Gears Wiki because it explains it so much better than I ever could. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Kate and Dell continue to Mount Kadar where they find another secret cog lab hidden beneath the ice. And it's like thick ice. Okay. Yeah. There they find Niles still alive as an AI construct and uncover the frozen remains of COG personnel and Locust. Uh, so Niles is that robot from the uh, last one, from the second game. Yeah. Yeah, so they do have to, there's whole part of a mission where you have to, like, break through the ice. Mm-hmm. You're trying to find stuff to break through the ice. Yeah. It's fun mission. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so, um... Niles explains to them that the locusts were the result of his secret genetic experiments by manipulating the DNA of children infected with emulsion and hybridizing them with the indigenous creatures of the hollow. Okay. So locusts were the children that were suffering from emulsion poisoning mixed with the creatures in the hollow. That's how the locusts were made. Ah. Yeah. So you get hit with that. And he also reveals that Queen Mira was originally a human who possessed a complete immunity to emulsion and could control the locust due to her genetics being used to create them. What? Yeah. So she used to be a human, and then she became the queen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. 
Yeah. However, when her newborn daughter, Reyna, Kate's dead mother, was spirited out of the lab by her father, Mira led the Locusts to rebel against the scientists and gain their independence. Oh. So, Kate panics uh, when she realizes she is the next queen and demands that she be separated from the Swarm's, yeah, swarm's hive mind. Okay. Yeah. Niles puts Kate in a special brain scanning machine connected to a dormant berserker called the Matriarch. Oh. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucked. Which successfully severs Kate Shutter. from the hive mind, but also resurrects Reyna in the process. Uh, oh. Yep, as her consciousness still resides in the hive mind. Oh. Yeah, so Reyna's like, I'm back, bitch. Oh, and she's she's pissed. she's not Reyna from the last game. She's... Her own Reyna. Yeah, she's a new Reyna. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not great. <laughs> uh, let me get back I'm to I'm already not comfortable. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, Niles then flees, revealing that he has intentionally revived Reyna to let the swarm finish what the locust started. Dick. Niles is soon destroyed by the revived matriarch, and Kate and Del kill it before escaping the facility. Yeah. <sighs> Realizing Reyna yeah. is now the new swarm key- queen... Mm-hmm. Kate reaffirms the cog's need to reactivate the Hammer of Dawn. Uh, I mean, sure. Yeah, and that is the uh, end quote for uh, that wiki. That was all of the wiki. Okey-dokey. Yeah. There, I could have done just the whole synopsis from the wiki, but I wanted to make it a little more personal. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, a little bit of time passes, and you are taken to the desert in order to launch another satellite from the UIR, who the humans fought, or who the Cog fought in the first war, in the Pendulum Wars. Okay. Yeah. Um, and this will help you fire the Hammer of Dawn effectively. All right. Yeah. JD returns after being a major dickhole. Of course. Yeah. And <laughs> they discover that the Swarm are becoming more intelligent. They're making armor and new weapons. Hmm. And this was caused by Reyna's resurrection. Oh, great. Yeah. So they do end up managing to launch the satellite at the end of this. Okay. Yeah. Good. So near the end of the campaign, like the last couple of missions, they return to uh, a new Euphoria or something like that. I I don't know the exact name. It looks like Euphoria. Okay. That might be the name. Don't quote me on that. But uh, once they return... Jin shows up and is like, I'm a, like, she tries to arrest Kate and for fuck knows what reason. Okay. She's just like, yo, you're under arrest. Uh, you're going to come here and we're going to connect you to the swarm and control them because you can do that. And it's like, fuck you, Jin. How about no? Yeah. How about never? Yeah. So, uh, before that even happens, the swarm attacks. Oh, great. Yeah, and as you're fighting, you end up fighting a Swarm Queen Reyna. She arrives. Guess what? Everyone dies? No, not exactly. She bitch slaps Kate, and then she, yeah, like with a tentacle. What? (laughs) Sorry. What? She gets back with a tentacle. Yeah, and then she grabs, uh, Queen Reyna grabs JD and Del. Okay. And forces Kate to choose, and you, the player, to decide Dell or JD. Fuck. Yep. That's not okay, man. Who, whoever you choose is saved. Reyna kills the other. Oh. After this, you are forced to fight back to, or yeah, fight back to the uh, 
in order to fight the big bad creature that's been named the Kraken, you experience it in the um the desert area at the end. Okay. It's fucking it's not as big as the rift worm, but it's still fucking huge. Makes sense. Yeah. So it's like ah it's still uncomfortable. Yeah. So um let's see. Uh you fight it and like it's the oh, we can't fucking beat this thing. What the hell? Yeah. Like we need the hammer but none of them are firing effectively cuz the beacon uh, some of the beacons got destroyed. Okay. So it's like what the fuck are we going to do? Yeah. So Jack, your little robot buddy, flies into the mouth of the Kraken and becomes the beacon. Thank you, Jack. And so all of the lasers come in and like kill the Kraken but also Jack and I'm like, "No! <laughs> Not Jack." One creature you're gonna cry about, guys. Yeah, Jack is the cutest little robot because you tell him like, "Hey, go pick me up some ammo," and he like flies away, grabs it, and comes back. He's and just, the best. Boy. Yeah, he just whoop whoop whoop. <laughs> yeah, he just beeps and stuff. He's cute. He's sad. Yeah. So that's how the game ends. Okay. Well, kind of how the game ends. <laughs> uh, so J the I do want to talk a little bit about the JD and Dell choice and my decision. Okay. So when I first plays, uh, played, I panicked and I chose to save JD, even though he was a dick, like, the entire time in the campaign. It's one of those, like... <sighs> I was like, fuck, click, he's, ah! he's, he's the abuser you've been with for a very long time, and you just can't get rid of him. But he does, he like, to... redeem himself. Okay. Like, at the end, when he returns, he's just like, guys, I fucked up. And you're just like, yeah, you did. And he's like, I'm here to help. And it's like, oh, fuck. I also realized that that may not have been the best analogy <laughs> yeah. i am so sorry but like that's the only thing i can think of yeah so when i first made that decision i had no idea if that was the right decision mm -hmm. but the end of the game uh when you choose that after the big fight yeah uh depending on who you choose i haven't chosen the dell version yet and i don't want to i don't but, blame you yeah when you choose to save jd you go walking up and Marcus turns around and he goes, where's Dell? And you can just see like JD broken. Oh. And then Marcus is just like, oh fuck, because he's been there. He's lost his best friend, Dom. Oh. So it's just like, he definitely consoles in JD and you can see that they're actually kind of close again. Yeah. And it's just like, fuck. And that made me think. Mm -hmm. Maybe that was the right decision mm -hmm. because I'm not sure if I could see Marcus after he has lost his best friend, his wife, and then his son. Oh, hell no. I wouldn't have been able to do that. I, I mean, he was already crotchety, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I cannot imagine a man who's lost every single person. Yeah, ever, everything except for Cole and Baird. And you know how he feels about Baird. I mean, even then, like... Yeah. My heart would break. Oh, it... Oh, God, yeah. So, I personally felt like I chose the better option, even though I felt incomplete. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah, it just... Ugh. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, that's really how the game ends. And it does definitely say uh, that the uh, there's going to be another one. Okay. Because Reyna is still alive. Okay. Yeah, so, so, you do need... There is, like pieces missing to yeah, the story. Yeah, like, you need to fucking kill Reyna. Oh, shit. Yeah. Holy shit. She needs to die. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, and I'm really excited to see what they do. I am too. Yeah. I mean, this game has been beautiful. Yeah. It's been beautiful it's... from, like, two and on. <laughs> yeah, it's true. 
I mean, when you told me how old it was, I, I could not believe it. Yeah, for two and three and yeah, yeah and four and five being newer, uh, the graphics have only gotten better. And of course. Yeah. So um, they actually did something really unique with the story this time around. Okay. The first uh, thing being the co-op. It's actually, it can be th- up to three players, Ooh. and that's the max. So it would be two human players, and then one plays as Jack. Okay. So you get to fly around as Jack and zap the shit out of people and bring your teammates ammo. That's kind of awesome. And it's really hilarious because I've had this happen where there was somebody playing as Jack. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there shooting and he just flies in front of me with the ammo and he's like, here. And I'm like, I don't need it. And he's like, no, take it. And I'm like, I don't need (laughs) the ammo. Take the ammo. No. (laughs) I don't want it. I don't want your fucking ammo. And and he puts it right in front of the camera screen so I can't fucking see. He's like, take it. Ah, people are funny. Yeah, they're hilarious. Um, yeah, so it's super cool. And throughout most, uh, the beginning of the game, it's uh, JD and Dell. Okay. But then it becomes Kate and Dell. Oh. Yeah, and then of course Jack. But mm-hmm. um, let's see. So uh, another unique thing that they did with the story is they actually shortened, quote unquote, the amount of chapters there are. Okay. But ended up making two very large areas to explore. Uh, on a skiff vehicle, which is like it uh, goes with the wind. Oh, okay. I know. Yeah. I think I know what a skiff is. Yeah. So uh, one is in a like snowy area, and that's where you have to break through the ice. Okay. Yeah, and then the other is in the desert where you have to launch the rocket. Oh. Yeah. All right. So they made these places so just massive. Yes. That you can actually explore every bit of it if you want the pe- if you're like that's what I'm doing. I'm going there, you know? Yeah. Like, they, you have your set objectives, but they also made it so you can explore. Ooh. The c- entire campaign, if you explore everything and try and find everything in those massive areas, plus do all, the entire campaign, yeah. can take over 20 hours. That works out. Yeah. You get uh, your money's worth at that uh, Oh, my God, so much. Yeah. So, uh, I do want to talk about, of course, the returning characters. Yes. You got Kate. JD, Dell, Marcus, Baird, Clayton, Carmine, Cole, Sam, and Jin. Mm-hmm. So those are the main returning characters. Uh, you've got some new characters. Uh, one being Foz, who used to be in it's F A H Z. Okay. Or Z for the European folk. <laughs> Z. Z. I like that. I like pronunciation. <laughs> We're the only ones who say Z. Yeah, true that. Americans. But, uh, let's see. So he used to be the squad mate before uh, JD and Dell went AWOL from the COG. Oh. So he, they have history. Oh. And then the other new character being Lizzie Carmine, who yes. doesn't make it. Yes. Uh, amazing thing that they did. They added the fucking animal. They added Batista. Damn. Yes, the wrestler and the actor. Oh, yeah. yeah. You showed me this. And I was like, is that Batista? Yeah. So they added him to the game on September 15th of 2019. Unfortunately, you can no longer get him because it was a promotional event. Okay. Yeah. He uh, is technically a skin for Marcus. So, like, the perks and stuff for Marcus for um, uh, specific modes yeah. are related to Marcus. So I would say in Horde, he's a tank. Okay. So he he's Marcus as Tank, but he is Batista. So all of his voice lines and the all the subtitles and everything are Batista. He's he's Marcus, but he's Batista. Yeah, it's <laughs> Batista. 
They also have uh, had two promotional events, which I believe you can still get these things, uh, for Halo Reach and The Terminator. Oh. So you can get, um, let's see, Emil and Cat from Halo Reach. Okay. Um, they are from the story mode. If anybody's played Halo Reach, they will know exactly who those characters are. And then they brought Sarah Connor and the T-800 from Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah, you showed me that one. Yeah. It was really bonkers. Yeah, so uh, the T-800 actually ends up being what they call a villain, so like the swarm. Yes. So when you're playing versus mode, you can play as a T-800, and it's kind of funny just to see a robot, a Terminator robot just running. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you're not supposed to be here. That's not real. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, those were promotional content uh, that came out at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So very cool. Um, one thing I am sad about that I missed out on apparently was uh, you could do a Batista bomb execution. Aw. Yeah. I missed out on that. I saw somebody do it like when they're uh, downed. Yeah. And you hold the execution. You legit pick them up and then do a Batista bomb and the thing like oh. the enemy explodes. That and I'm like, so yo, <laughs> it was so cool to me. Would have been so awesome. Yeah. So uh, the returning weapons are the Boltock pistol, okay. Boom shot, okay. Buzzkill, Tri shot. Buzzkill was the uh, buzzsaw shooting gun. No, I remember. Yeah. I, I I identified with it. Yeah. Tri shot. Uh, the M bar, the Enforcer, Flashbang, Frag grenade, Nasher, Hammer burst, Incendiary grenade, Retro lancer, the Normal lancer. Long shot, marks the rifle, mulcher, snub pistol, overkill, salvo rockets, shock grenades, smoke grenades, talon auto pistol, and the torque bow. Yeah. It's a lot. They've kept a lot of game a lot of guns. But guess what? They added more weapons. But wait, there's, there's more. more. <laughs> uh they have a breaker mace, which is a giant fucking mace that the creature the warden uses. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, he holds it, and it's got, uh, these spikes on it, and then it turns. Like, the three, or I guess it would be six crystals, they all turn, so it, like, makes the head of a mace. Oh. Yeah, pretty cool, in my opinion. Then they have the claw light machine gun. That is the advanced weapon that the swarm uses in the story mode. Okay. Personally, I don't like it, but, I mean, I've seen people use it, and they're effective with it, but personally, not my favorite works yeah and then the uh cryo cannon yes exactly as it sounds you can freeze the fuck out of people just like yeah natural yeah and then the lancer gl okay. it's a lancer with a grenade launcher instead of a chainsaw oh so yeah you turn it sideways there's the laser you shoot it launches goes up and then a few grenade like small missiles just go yeah super fun very limited ammo for the grenade part of it okay yeah so the game modes story obviously a one to three player co-op like i said mm -hmm. uh, multiplayer they did cut down a little bit on the back so that's uh they've got tdm guardian king of the hill dodgeball and arms race okay and they do have like select uh 2v2 modes and you know other things that you can do uh, besides those, but those are the ones that definitely stay the same. There's also an arcade one, which brings your character's perks into the match. Okay. So that one's more of a uh, intense game mode. So, um, one second. Let's see. Uh, then they have Horde 5.0. Not much of a, 
difference. They just kind of tweak some of the stuff that wasn't working in the last one. Okay. And then uh, there's a new mode called Escape Mode. Ooh. So you um, you choose one of the characters that's an option, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he puts on this mask that allows him to breathe better. Okay. allows them to breathe better. And then a snatcher takes them. Okay. Puts them into a pod in a hive. So one of the uh, the swarm like breeding grounds, I guess technically. Yeah. Yeah, and then you break out. You plant a venom bomb, and you try and get out of there before the venom takes over. Oh. So you, it's just a quick, like, fast. Let's uh, you get in, get out, sort of thing. So it's a very fun cooperative mode. Okay. Just for rushing, you go. You know, just keep doing that. Yes. Yeah. Um, and there is a time limit to that, so it makes you, it's kind of frantic because you're like, fuck, gotta go! <laughs> and there's enemies in the way because you're in the hive. Yeah. Yeah, so, and like every couple, every season so far and every uh, couple of months, I've noticed, um, they have released a new, uh, escape map. Oh. But you can also create your own escape map and publish it and then try it. Uh, like, try other people. So. Which, like, works out because then you get to see the creativity of others. Exactly. And, you know, be nice to those who took the time to create those things to you. Yeah, too. exactly. Um, let's see. So something I actually really enjoyed that they did with uh, the game uh, mm-hmm. that a lot of games kind of, they're doing, but they haven't done it as well as Gears 5, and that is a battle pass. Oh. So Battle Pass, you go through the ranks and, you know, you unlock stuff. Yes. Yeah. This one, uh, you don't have to buy it. It's already in the game. You just earn stars and then you go through the levels. That's nice. Yeah, it's super nice. And, yeah, there's no way to buy to advance in it. You actually have to play the game in order to advance in it. I like that, though, because yeah. it's not like it doesn't happen in other games, but it's kind of nice to be able to be like, hey... I earned this. Yeah, and it's actually quite wonderful because um, I did come into this, uh, the Operation, that's what it's called, so Operation 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. I came into Operation 3 super late, so I'm definitely not going to be able to make it to the last tier, and I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. I have no problem with that. Uh, uh, at this point, Operation 3, the uh, thing you get at the end is a Samurai Armored Cantus. It's super, I'll show you. Okay. Yeah, after this. It's really fucking weird. You're going to need to post it on the Instagram, because that's just yeah, it's, interesting. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, so there is actually something I don't like about Horde in this one. What? So they switched it out so that specific characters have specific roles. For example, Marcus is a tank. Kate wow. is a scout, etc., etc. Gotcha. So it doesn't allow you to be whatever character you want like they did in 4. So 4, you could be a cog gear yeah. and then be a tank or a scout or a, a engineer, you know, that sort yeah. of thing. Or you could have been Marcus and didn't have to be a tank. Yeah, but now you have to. Now it's like a select group of characters. They are adding characters uh, throughout, like, while this game is active. Okay. Which is super nice. So they've added all of the Carmines so far. Yay. They've added uh, Cole and uh, Baird, so you can play as them. You do have to unlock them by crafting the tokens. Okay. Or totems, I'm sorry. And then uh, doing challenges with those totems equipped. Or you can buy them with uh, iron, which is something you can buy from the store. 
Okay. With real money. My, my brain just said, or you can buy them with money. And yeah, exactly. And you literally confirmed that for me. Yeah, you buy them. You can either buy them or you can earn them. They don't force you. It is a little uh, like, oh, this is going to take forever. So it's kind of that, oh, I could just buy it and get it over with. Yeah. So each character is about $5. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not... It's not horrible but it like if you buy every character that's so much money yeah so pick your favorites yeah if you're not rich yeah or just earn them because you can earn every single one of them grind yeah guys. exactly grind grind. if you love the game grind yes. and that actually brings me perfectly into my next point which is something surprising for me yeah um i started playing the multiplayer a lot in this one which is something i haven't yes. done a lot in the other ones Mm-hmm. And I am having so much fun. Good. Yeah, and there's times when I'm just like, oh, shit, I'm doing these challenges. And, like, I'll just... Because most of the challenges, oh, you have to get 60,000 experience by playing these modes. Mm-hmm. And just it's over lifetime of playing the modes, getting that much experience. Yes. And I'm just like, oh, shit, I already have 6,000 experience for this character. <laughs> like awesome yeah so it's like oh i'm you know 12 or no fourteen thousand away that's math yeah (laughs) so uh even though they don't have that many modes uh it's still fun and i'm enjoying it even though i'm just kind of playing with random people still fun and if you don't like playing with other people besides on having them on your team they do offer a uh, player versus ai mode Mm -hmm. which i have been playing a lot of it's a lot of fun you usually do get stuck with king of the hill okay but i mean you just play that and you're playing with other people against ai swarm characters so you're always on the cog it's it's actually not that bad it's fun i'm enjoying it i highly recommend it Mm mm-hmm and with that, I'm going to say my overall for this was actually, oh, I originally put down 8 out of 10, but after talking about it, I think 9 out of 10. Yay! The main reason I'm taking away a point is because they took the step back with Horde. Because okay. I did really enjoy the, uh, you know, having the ability to choose my character and what the role would be instead of having, oh, am I going to play as... Am I going to be Kate and be a scout, or am I going to be Jack and be a support where I just fly around, or am I going to be Marcus and tank all the damage? Yeah. So, uh, it does kind of draw back, but I mean, it's not a bad version of Horde. It's just, you know, a little more restrictive than okay. the other one. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's a wonderful game in my opinion still. Yay! Yeah. All right, I guess with that, guys. You, yeah, you can follow us on Twitter. At Turn and Mash Pod. You can email us. With your stories and your gaming experience at pageandbuttonspodcast at gmail.com. You can follow our Instagram. Pageandbuttonspodcast. You can subscribe to our Patreon. Please, guys, we there, really want to keep doing this for you. Uh, and there's a lot of fun stuff on there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's patreon.com forward slash page and buttons podcast yeah uh you can find us on google play apple podcast stitcher and spotify for free free. um don't forget we also have a tiktok we'll try and keep posting more videos on there yeah i posted a video about D &D. yeah which is uh page turners button mashers yes just without the and Mm -hmm. um and don't forget to rate us please rate us on uh i think apple podcast and google play you can rate us on um and stitcher so 
please do that yeah guys. and we're not saying rate us five stars rate what you think if you don't like us rate us one star <laughs> don't do that or not you know because if they do then nobody will see us uh. <laughs> um so give us a good rating if you like us if you don't shoo um <laughs> <laughs> wow don't know how you made it to episode 13 that's true <laughs> but and tell your friends please yeah and we, also if you have any suggestions on how we can improve the podcast emailing us is perfect yes, or please. in the review definitely definitely yeah we'll, we'll take a look at those um but yeah guys i think that's it this yeah. isn't too bad <laughs> yeah, so keep on turning those pages and mashing them buttons that was backwards very backwards bye, bye. <laughs>